Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction, and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps to get you where you need to be. Let's get started. Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I'm your host. Today we are focusing on reigniting your purpose. And I am looking forward to a fruitful and inspiring conversation with my special guest, Mark Donner. Mark is the founder of Careers by Design. He helps professionals make a career change to the work they will love. Mark is an award-winning career counselor and coach for over 25 years, helping professionals connect the dots to reduce stress, regain balance, and thrive in their life and career. Through his private coaching practice, Mark presents workshops and training for career professionals, universities, businesses, and organizations throughout the United States. It is a pleasure to have you, Mark. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. I love connecting with fellow career professionals. We are on a mission uh, and really help people uh, become inspired and, and find their, their purpose. No, definitely. I mean, it's one of those things to help them find their unique gifts and passions that they can share with the world is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, we all have our own stories, our own unique stories. And so you've been doing this for a long time. And I wanted to, you know, kick off our conversation with you sharing a little bit of your career trajectory and, you know, what what has driven you to do what it is that you do today. Yeah, well, thanks. You know, I started off being a trained as a teacher. And when I was there back this 25 years ago, I couldn't find any work as a teacher. So at that point, after trying, I went through many interviews, I went back and got my counseling degree and started working as a school counselor, really in an elementary and middle school, which wasn't my fit. But then I got connected into a high school that needed a career counselor. And I was really helping students kind of find their path in life. And it was wonderful. I mean, it was the best opportunity I had. But after my first year, teachers who were retiring or thinking about leaving the profession were the ones that were coming to me at the end of school or during their break and saying, look, I'm looking to leave. Can you help me find that next step, that next opportunity? And so, you know, I was doing that kind of helping the students, but helping the adults go through. And I was loving my work, never thought I'd do anything else. Um, but then when it really came down to some changes occurred and um, was kind of forced out in different places and ended up now where I'm a coach and really teaching people about career development and helping them kind of make that career change to find the work they life they love. Yeah. And that's so interesting how, how you mentioned that you're, 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 you're working in your, your role. And then there are people that you're working with staff members that approach you and they're give, asking you for advice, right? Yeah. It was amazing, you know, because you were just there, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to be working with students. I'm working with this, you know, population of 13 to 18. And then I'm working with a population anywhere from 24 up to 65 and helping them find their next steps and redoing the resume, but then really helping them, what do they want to do outside of teaching? And I think that was the, the interesting path for me is helping them find that next adventure. Yeah, that next adventure. 
And that's what a lot of people strive for after, you know, a few career changes and, and when they're ready for the next, for the next move. Yeah. Um, can you, you know, talk about a little bit about what is your professional mission and, and purpose? Yeah. So, so my mission is to help people find the work and life they love. I, I really believe people shouldn't suffer in a job or a life they don't like, but they should explore and find the direction and passion in life. Because each of us has a unique gift that we bring to the world. And we need to find that gift and be able to be present and share it with the rest of the world so that everybody can prosper from what they have. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, some, you know, we all have these even untapped gifts, right? Yeah. Um, how do you help people identify some of those, those innate gifts and talents? So a lot of it's, you know, kind of through more storytelling. I love to hear people's background and what they're interested in. And as you hear the story, a lot of times you start to hear themes and then you'll hear some of their strengths and desires and possibilities. But a lot, as, as we're telling our story, we don't always hear that. So getting that with a coach, you can hear all these little pieces and we start to put the puzzle together to help them figure out what is it that really stands out for and resonates for them as they go forward. Yeah. And so what, what are there any parts of your career that inspired you to do what you currently do? Yeah, so I was in a position in a high school, being a career counselor, I never thought I would leave it. Like it was one of those things that I loved my job. I got there at 5am, I left at three, it was just, I never felt like I was working. But what happened was we had some administrative changes, and we had a new person come in. And that person had the idea of any program that he didn't develop or approve was removed from the high school. So we lost, you know, the career center and a whole bunch of other things. And so my job was eliminated and I was really left in a black hole of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was in this kind of like my job changed like six times over the course of the summer. I didn't know what was happening. I felt burnt out. I was lost. And the amazing part here I am, right? I'm a career counselor. I'm helping people find what they want to do. And I couldn't figure out what I was doing. I was stuck. And it wasn't until I started working with a career coach and kind of figuring out my next steps and you know, it was interesting. We didn't go from like, here you are to where you want to be. We started with small steps of making inspirational sayings on digital chalkboards that I actually sold online. And this got me moving and thinking of my next steps. And it really led me to exploring to start coaching others to help them make the career change to a job they love. And originally I was helping retired people because that's what I was doing a lot of helping those thinking of their next adventure. And that led me into helping, you know, currently as I help my clients look at downshifting their careers to kind of find that better blend of work and life, to kind of see that it isn't all about the money. It's really about how do I live my life and show up? You mentioned that very important keyword there, downshifting. Can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, downshifting is really taking that opportunity to look where you are in your career. And a lot of people want to go up that corporate ladder. You know, they're just really striving. I got to move for the next promotion. I have to move up. And a lot of it's eating away at their life because they're giving up 50, 60, 70 hours a week. And all they're doing is they're working and it stresses them out. They're not doing well physically. They're not doing well mentally. Their families are suffering. And really what the, the pandemic has caused is a lot of people to rethink where they're at. And that's been a good piece of, all right, what do I want? How do I want to show up for my family? How do I want to connect into life? And what do I really want to be doing? So I'm not chasing the money but the time and freedom that I have to be with my family. And that's really what looking at the downshifting is of maybe stepping from being that manager to going back into the working realm, you know, or if you're an administrator in education, stepping down into the teaching role. So you're not giving up nights and weekends to be at all these different events. So, and that's a lot of that downshifting. 
Yeah. So, so many things to consider and think about. So kind of in that realm, what are some, some of the signs that someone might be ready to, to make a change? Yeah. So as you look at different signs and I'll, I have five I'll share, and then we can jump into the different ones and talk about them. Yeah. But really, you know, as you look at your job right now and you look at your skills and responsibilities, they're not fulfilling your board. You know, you're not really happy at work. Um, number two is you're not feeling like you're making an impact. You kind of lost your purpose in your way. Um, you look at every Friday and, and, and just scream out TGIF. You know, your favorite day is Friday, you know, and Saturday. You know, you don't really, ex- you're not excited about Monday. And four is it, your job is starting to affect your personal life. It's starting to creep home and it's starting to affect how you are engaging with your family, engaging with your children, your friends. And number five is you start to daydream all the time about a new job, a new career, or your friend's job or career. And that's where you end up and you, you start going outside of where you're at and not really focused on where you are. Yeah. So people tend to, I know in my experience, people tend to get stuck yeah. and they don't know how to get out of that kind of that cycle so what is a good way for people to take that small action step? I think a lot of it, you know, they can easily go through as they think about where they're at and what they're stuck with is just to take a moment and reflect where they're at, you know, kind of take a moment to go through what's happening in their life and journal a few moments and look at how did my past week go? How did my past day go? Am I happy with it? You know, what's holding me back? What do I enjoy? Because that allows them to start to unpack what are the things they're starting to see, you know, each day or each week that are impacting me. And maybe I don't like my boss or I'm not really happy in my job. And all I do is I go in and I try to find any way to procrastinate or to delineate and get rid of things that I don't want to do. And so by journaling, you're starting to get the emotions too that come up and those feelings that are connected to it. And then it's a chance to really look at where am I at? And then how do I take some steps to move forward from there? Because it gives you kind of a little bit of a roadmap to look at. Yeah. Journaling is, I always say it's such a powerful tool and a powerful exercise because it allows you to really focus and think about what it is that you want, where you're at. Self-reflection is a huge piece in this process. It is. And when we're stuck, we don't have that because we're so focused with the blinders of just where I'm at. But then as they start to open it up, and even if they free write and just take 15, 20 minutes and free write, they'll be able to read back through and see those themes and hopefully be able to step back from where they're at. And that's the bigger thing is giving them a bigger picture of what it's looking like, you know, looking at what's at work, what's happening with their family, you know, as they go through and how they're showing up in the world. And by taking some little steps, then they can start to address little pieces along the way to figure out what's not working. And then how do we address that? Yeah, there are so many uh, great tools. And when you and I had a conversation recently, we talked about the wheel of life. And that is a tool that you have used. And I was hoping that maybe today we can go through what that looks like. Yeah, so the wheel of life I love. It's an excellent activity I use to really look at different kind of key areas or life arenas that, you know, you're going through. And it gives kind of more that holistic picture of how you're showing up in the world today and when I have a client do it, I am focused on the present moment, where are you at right now tonight? Not where you want to be next year, where you were in the past, but where are you? And so what they do is they go through 10 different areas. I have them look at their life's purpose, uh, work and career, social network, um, their life satisfaction, how they are in health and wellness, attitude towards change, because I want to see what they're feeling like as they go through, adaptability, 
um, their leisure and interest, and then really family uh, relationships and financial well-being. And really what they do is on this wheel of life, they go through and it's basically from zero to 10, um, zero being at the center that they're not happy or not satisfied, and 10 being um, extremely happy, extremely satisfied, and really excited in that area, I'm happy. And so when they go through, they'll rate each area, and then we'll go through and we'll have them connected to kind of see how does their wheel look. And then we'll take a moment and go to each area that might be on the lower end. So maybe they have a four or five in um, family and relationships right now, or in work and career. And we'll focus on one area at a time to start working with. And it's a nice, easy activity that they can do every couple of weeks to kind of get a check-in. And that's the nice part as they go through, but it opens up that conversation that sometimes maybe they didn't really think about, oh yeah, I'm not really doing much for leisure entrance because I'm working 60 or 70 hours. Everything I used to do for a hobby or project or volunteering is gone right now. You know, and I really want to improve that. And so then we can start to have that conversation around it to think, well, how do we make that move from say a four or five up to a seven? You know, what are those steps to really kind of improve that, but while still maintaining the others? Because if we try to focus on too many, it's not going to happen. They have to take small steps each time. Yeah. So a lot of times people want that full, maybe 10, right? But that doesn't have to happen. No, no. I think as they look at it, you know, 10 would be a wonderful score and everything, but we can't always be there. And, you know, and most of my clients don't achieve a 10, they get a nine, they'll get an eight and they're happy because they're trying to keep a balance in life. You know, as they look at the different areas, it's important that we can't spread ourselves too thin. But if we understand where we're at, you know, how we are in terms financially, you know, especially when we're looking at downshifting, you know, what's your financial well-being? How are you if you're going to have to adjust and move into a lower paying job? How does that affect you? You know, are you going to be able to live well as you go through and then look at the other areas that it may impact? And it allows that. I love the narrative conversation. They can tell their story about each area and then we can unpack that and bring it out further to bring them along. What I really like about the Wheel of Life is that, like you mentioned earlier, it does provide that, that holistic picture. Mm-hmm. And because I think that, you know, I really believe in that work-life integration and that all of those pieces make a, they make a huge difference in even the quality of life and our careers. I mean, everything is so integrated. Well, and I think that's where people get, you know, they forget. It's like your career is tied into your whole life. It affects mm-hmm. everything as you go through and what happens at home also affects your life. So it's that, that intertwining, that blend that happens throughout the day and throughout the years. And to really be understanding of what's there and put it all together, it makes a huge difference in what we can do and take care of ourselves. Once we get that whole picture of how one little thing, maybe I'm not happy at work, can impact both family, relationships, financially, your leisure, your social interests, all those things from one little occurrence at work may have that ripple effect throughout the rest. And so getting that picture allows us to then address it and they get a better understanding of how to keep things in a better balance or blend that work for their life. It's wonderful. I, I really like using that, that tool. I think it's a great starting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we have so many, you know, things in our toolbox as we're working with our clients. And so if, you know, someone's listening to this, you know, reigniting your purpose, what are some other strategies that you have used that you'd like to share for people that are just thinking about, okay, I am ready to reignite my, my purpose, my career. Yeah. So a lot of it, you know, as you go through um, trying to do a career sketch with them and helping them kind of look at what their strengths are, what their possibilities are, 
what the desires are as they go through. Um, sometimes I take clients back to when they were like 10 or 12, you know, that time when they were just carefree, they loved everything, but they had an interest. They had something that really kind of motivated and they really enjoyed doing. And from that point, you can unpack, you know, what are their strengths, their desires? They look at their natural interests as it comes through and then who they were connected to. And then as we build up from there and start to kind of build that sketch from when they were younger, all the way up to the present day, it allows us to see what themes come up as possibilities that they can explore and then begin, you know, some of that exploring and getting them out to do, you know, field research and talking to people in a different industry that might, they might be interested in. Because a lot of times, they, you know, they don't always believe in their dream and it's trying to find that connection, which I think is so important. And we get fearful, right? We have these limiting beliefs that hold us back. You know, I can't make a change. I can't happy, you know, doing two things or doing something else. And so it's, you have to change that mindset also as they go through. And that's the stories we tell ourselves are the ones that we carry out. And so helping them change their story makes a big difference as we work together. Yes. And you mentioned conducting, doing field research. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So, so say if you're going to go out and you were interested in maybe going into financial planning, um, but you've never really dealt with it. You know, it's been one of those things outside your industry and you haven't thought about it. So connecting them with a financial planner, um, having them set up an interview, you know, whether it be virtual or in person and giving a chance to really explore what do they do? What's their industry? What do I need to enter that field? Uh, are there any entry points that I might be able to get in based on my current field and the skill sets that I have? And so that way they can start to kind of figure out where they are, what their possibility is, and what is a gap in between so that we can start looking at what they may need to do for training or certifications to get there. But it allows them to have that great conversation to see, is this something I might like and to talk to somebody in that field? Yeah. You know, one of my goals as a career coach is to help eliminate certain barriers because there are so mm -hmm. many barriers yeah. and, and depending on who you're working with, again, we're, we all have unique backgrounds and circumstances and situations. And so one of the things that I come across when I make that recommendation, go out, conduct informational interviews, go on LinkedIn, and sometimes there's resistance. So when, when you have those clients that are like, okay, I know I need to do this, Liz, and, and I'm like, because I'm like, you have to report back, give me updates. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it yet. What? How can people kind of get through that trepidation of reaching out to a total stranger? Or what are some strategies that, that you share with your clients? So I, do, I tell them, look, I, you know, I'm an introvert, right? I get nervous when I reach out to people and I try to use my own story. Like, you know, it is scary, you know, like you're just reaching out. But I said, look, the other person on the other side doesn't know you. And what we're telling ourselves is that they don't want to talk to us. They're too busy. They don't want to make time for us. You know, they're going to be upset. And what I say is, look, stop that as you go through, look at yourself and say, where do I want to be? What's my next step? And how can I take one small step through an email or a message in LinkedIn to try it? I said, that's your first step. And then if they say, hey, look, I'm willing to have a phone call, then I'll say, look, great. If you want to come back together, we'll do a quick script of what questions you want to ask. So I try to give them the first small step, make that email, make the call, you know, to kind of put that message out there. And then once they set it up, I'll say, look, Let's just go over the questions. Here's what you're going to ask. Here's how it's going to go and script it out so that they feel I can practice and be ready. Because sometimes you get nervous when it's something new and it doesn't matter whether you're 20 or 50, you know, it can be nerve wracking to reach out to people that you don't know. And so I try to walk them through those little steps because each little step we take is another step out of their comfort zone. 
and another chance to explore and really get to where they want to be. That's amazing. I like that you say that you help them step out of their comfort zone and kind of walking them through that, uh, through that process. And Mm -hmm. okay, let's get the email out and and going through that. And, And I think sometimes we can take that for granted. It is. It's true. And, you know, I think for some of us, it's like, yeah, I, I can do it all the time. I work with people. I go, I try it. And for others, they've kind of stayed in their, their little world of mm-hmm. I've done this job for 20 years. I've done, done this job for 10 years. I've had the same, you know, husband or wife or partner. I've done the same routine. And all of a sudden I'm not happy and I'm trying to figure out how to change it, but they haven't done that in 10, 15 years. So doing those little steps and getting to understand that opens up so many possibilities. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I like to share with, you know, my students and, and clients, like you said, you know, people who haven't been doing this and, you know, they haven't done this in a very long time to eliminate some of that fear is that people like to talk about themselves. And especially if they're happy in their career, they want to share information. They want to be resourceful. And it's more, more likely that they're going to say yes and say, absolutely. I'm happy to talk to you for 20, 30 minutes. And, you know, I always tell my clients to try to be in service. Is there something you can share with mm. them that'll make their day or help them along the way? So that way, when you're doing this piece, it doesn't feel like you're just taking everything, but you can provide some type of, you know, whether it be a tidbit of gratitude or different things of just saying, hey, look, I'd love to help you in any way. You know, if there's anything I can be in service, please let me know. And then always following up with that, you know, thank you email or thank you phone call, whatever it may be, your card which, you know, is an old practice, but is a wonderful way of when people get that card, it's like a whole new world. It's like a, it's like Christmas day or, or birthday. You get this present in your mail. So it's a wonderful opportunity that way. It's, an, it's a lost art that you will definitely stand out yes. <laughs> when you get that card. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, what are, you know, when people are, are thinking about, you know, again, they're in this stage, they're self, you know, they're, they're reflecting, you talk about the wheel of life, you talk about reaching out to people to get some insight on maybe a career path that people are, might be considering. Do you have any go-to resources that you like to use with your clients that maybe people listening to this can maybe get on online and, and explore? So, you know, when I'm looking at resources, um, you know, the one big thing I love um, going through, and it's, it's an activity that I use I have a job satisfaction exercise that I use with, with a lot of my clients. And it's one of those things that I'll, I'll connect into, to the, into, their, uh, into the link that I have. But it's just an excellent opportunity to look at five areas of your life. And it gives them that chance to really kind of hone in, very similar to the wheel of life, but it really gets them to kind of start writing and almost journaling what's going on and what they're connected to and what they're not. And that's been one of my go-tos because it's very helpful for them to kind of walk through and, and look at that. And then the other part is the go-to to kind of think about ways of thinking about how do you want to reignite? I would say find somebody that you want to learn about, you know, find somebody that's out in the field that you really enjoy, that you can see on LinkedIn, you might see through a TEDx and just explore what are they doing? You know, kind of study their life a little bit and start to think about how could you be like them? How could you start acting like that person so that you start incorporating some of those behaviors some of those routines and attitudes into your life so that you can start to make that transition out of being stuck to having that light of where I want to be and who I want to be. I love that. And you'll be sharing that resource with, yes. with us. Yeah. I, I'll have, um, I'll share three different things. I'll have the wheel of life. I'll share that with everybody so they can have it and take a look at it. Um, I'll also share how to make a career change in seven, seven simple steps. 
mm-hmm. and then I'll share the job satisfaction exercise. Um, and we'll, we can link that up and, and share that. Thank you, Mark. That's amazing. Uh, I'm sure people are really going to find that uh, helpful and beneficial. So do you have, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm set. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is the nice thing about video. You know, you can actually see people's facial, ex- facial yeah. expressions. <laughs> um, what, do you have any upcoming programs, workshops, anything that people can, can maybe take a look, look at? Yeah. So I have, um, so I do two different things. I, I do career coaching and help people around, you know, kind of downshifting and figure out how they want to connect in life. I also teach a course on facilitating career development for those people that want to get into the career field and work in like workforce centers, higher ed, um, corporate or private practice. And, you know, I also do coaching around the ways. And my hope is to come through, uh, and since I'm announcing it here, is probably do some live broadcasting on LinkedIn on probably Mondays. It'll probably be Mondays with Mark and do that around some career development issues and helping people make that change and finding those connections and what they want to do. Oh, wonderful. So have you done the Mondays with Mark yet? No, I haven't. I've been, that's been my plan. I've been putting it together and um, I just got access to LinkedIn Live. So I want to go out and start using it. So, <laughs> you know, in one of my previous um, podcast episodes, I talk about, you know, when you put it out in the world and you say it, you hold yourself accountable. And I think that's yeah. what you just did. <laughs> I did. Yep. I de- definitely did that. So <laughs> that's the strategy. I love it. Um, now, with the facilitating career development, is that through NCDA? That is through NCDA. Yeah, that's yes. their program. It's a wonderful opportunity. So, so uh, NCDA is the National Career Development Association. And I know when you and I connected, you mm-hmm. were previous president of NCDA. Yeah, I was president during uh, 2014, 2015. It was an awesome experience and had a chance to go around the U.S., and meet all different people in career development and really get a chance to see what was happening across the nation. I, I, you know, I absolutely love that. I will say that when I entered career development, that was one of my first conferences. And that's mm-hmm. what I felt like I was home and I felt like it was a retreat for me as a professional. So it's a professional association. And I highly recommend it for people who are interested in tapping into career development and um, I did the training too with NCDA. I attended a training. So I absolutely love that. Uh, so that's awesome that you are also uh, uh, an instructor for that. Yeah, it is. And NCDA is a great organization. Like you said, it's family. I consider it my second family. I just felt so welcomed and connected. Yes. And, and you can talk to anybody. That's the amazing part. Nobody's like at a different level. Everybody's at the same level. You can go and approach anybody who either created a theory or created a, you know, wrote a book. And you can just talk to them like, you know, just as they were walking down the street and, and a great friend of yours. I, I agree with that 110% for sure. Yeah. All right, Mark. So how can people find you? How they can, how can they connect with you? So I think the best way people can connect with me, if they go to markdanaher.com forward slash Liz, um, that way they can get on the website. That's how they'll get the exercises. You know, look at the We All Life. They'll get how to make a career change in seven simple steps. And they'll get the job satisfaction exercise. And then on there, there's also the contact to me. I'm on LinkedIn also and be more than happy to, you know, talk to anybody or, or share my experience that I can do to help them along the way. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for sharing your your wisdom, your insight and for giving back and taking part um, in my in my show. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. I really love it. And anything I can do and be of service, uh, I, I'd love to do that. So thank you so much. 